Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number two of the Lombardi line presented by Bet MGM. Femi Abemfe alongside Michael Lombardi here on a Saturday morning. Kentucky Derby Day to be an exciting day. The greatest two minutes, the fastest two minutes, I should say, in all of sports. Later on at Churchill Downs, we will have Mike Somich, VEASAN contributor and of RacingDudes.com, coming up in 15 minutes to give us his thoughts on the Kentucky Derby. Once again, the big shakeup in the odds. Forte, the morning line favorite, has been scratched from the race. So if you're looking at the odds, you're waking up this morning saying, what in the world just happened? That's why you see a shift in the odds because Forte was taking up a lot of the win probability. Also, we'll get the Kentucky Derby thoughts from uh, Thomas Gable, racing sportsbook director over at the Borgata, coming up in 30 minutes. So we have a fun hour two on tap. Michael Lombardi, let's talk some NFL to start off. It's hour number two. First of all, Forte, I mean, I think he injured his, his ankle. But the, mm. you know, in, in a workout on Thursday, that's why I don't think this is related to the other horses that got scratched. Mm. I think that's important to note. And hopefully, check with your uh, betting services because if you bet the the if you bet Forte the week of the race as opposed to a future, you should be entitled to your money back. If you didn't and you bet it as a future, then if the horse doesn't go, that's on you. Yeah. But check with your house rules. Yeah, once again, like you said, Forte stumbled on the track during a workout on Thursday. So uh, apparently, Forte, they thought would be fine yesterday. Wake up this morning, they had the discussions. They're the the crew, the owner, and the trainer. And then, unfortunately, they had to scratch Forte, the Kentucky Derby favorite, heading into this afternoon's race. Once again, Forte was 3-1, to the morning line favorite, and now is out. That's now five horses now have been scratched, which is really unprecedented at the Kentucky Derby. Hopefully that we can get this thing off with the 18 that we have right now scheduled to race later on at Churchill Downs. Uh, so in the NFL, we're going to play a little game here. Better or mm-hmm. worse? Because the one thing that I love about the NFL is that the turnover happens very fast. There is hope all across the league because in one year, mm-hmm. you can go from the bottom to then the top of your division. So we're going to talk about some teams who did not make the playoffs last year but have odds that are favored to make the postseason this season. And we will start with 
the New York Jets. Of course, the New York Jets make the big splash, the trade for one Aaron Rodgers, the four-time MVP, now with Gang Green, and his buddies are actually at Churchill Downs for a little team bonding uh, there at the Kentucky Derby. But, Michael, the New York Jets, minus 135 to make the playoffs over at DraftKings. The no, plus 110. Do you believe that the New York Jets will make the playoffs this year? You know, I do, and I think when you break down, look, I think part of this exercise is always related to the teams you play. I think when you see a team like Jacksonville have a struggling start and then come back and and look really good at the end of the year and make the playoffs, a lot of it has to do with scheduling and within the conference. Now, we know that the AFC East is going to be very challenging but, you know, the Jets have to – they get the Chiefs at home. They get the Chargers at home. They, the NFC – the AFC East plays the AFC West, which is challenging. But they also play the NFC East, which, mm. you know, obviously Philly's good. Maybe Dallas is good. And then Washington, no quarterback. And then, of course, the mighty New York Giants. Who knows, right? So, mm. you know, they won nine games last year. You think they won 15. But the reality of it is, is are they going to be able to match that? So I do think the Jets, with their schedule, because of that, it, it, it will be a challenge. I mean, they have to go on the road to play Denver, which is never easy. They go to Las Vegas. They got Dallas. And they play the they play the Giants, which is essentially a home game, and then they got the Brownies, which is another one. I mean, the scheduling matters here, so I like them to make it because if they get good quarterbacking and can play from in front, it can change their defense a little bit. You know, one thing that you pointed out about the schedule, I think, is a really really good point because I'm interested. The Jets are the team that I've circled to see what their schedule looks like. I know the schedule is going to be released on Thursday evening. My guess, Michael, and this is just a guess, but we've seen the NFL do this with teams in the past. We're going to see a front-loaded primetime schedule for the New York Jets. Like, whenever we see these new teams get to put together, I mean, similar to Denver last year when they signed Russell Wilson and there was all this big kind of hype around this Denver Broncos team, the Broncos had a lot of early primetime games, and the league did that. It was intentional because, hey, in case this gets off the the wagon and it gets off the tracks, we at least get all those primetime games out of the way early. And if they end up being a good team, that's cool. We put, we showed a good team in primetime. So I think the Jets are going to have some primetime games early on in the season, meaning there's a good chance it's not going to be an easy schedule to start. So maybe from a futures perspective, wait to maybe bet on the New York Jets midseason or so because if they start 3-3 three and three, – People might be panicking, but it might just be more a subject of the schedule that they played, playing a lot of contending teams early on in the season. So I think that's one way to kind of bet the Jets. I mean, when you look at it, they also have – I mean, I think you have to write down the quarterbacks, right? So we know they played Mm -hmm. Josh Allen twice. They played Tua. They played Mac Jones, right? Then they played Mahomes. Then they played Herbert, okay? Then they played Jalen Hurts. Then they play the next good quarterback is Dak Prescott and Garoppolo and Daniel Jones. So, I, I, you know, there, there it is. I mean, they have the Texans and the Falcons, both teams in search of quarterbacks. The Broncos, we'll see where they are with Russell Wilson, you know, and so the Giants have Daniel Jones. So I, I think to me, when you look at it, yeah, front-loaded front could be a challenge, but you got to play them at some point, and you got to have to prove you can win. It's all about the quarterbacks, Femi. It's all about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And to me – when you look at they have the Browns, they have the Texans and the Falcons, three teams that, you know, whether Deshaun Watson comes back and plays better, that remains to be seen. But those are the kind of games, and the Commanders twice, the, the, the excuse me, the Commanders once, those are the kind of games you got to get those. When you're playing against quarterbacks that are not great, you got to win those games. 
I mean, I feel like Jets Chiefs. That's probably a lock for Sunday Night Football at some point in the season. I mean, NBC. Well, I mean, they could put the Jets against the Patriots, the the yeah. Miami. I mean, they could do it everywhere. I mean, yeah. I mean, the one thing about our television's uh, primetime schedule, and I'm sure Will Hill's working diligently on this as we speak. Yeah, but him and, him and Howard you know, Katz. He alongside. handles. Yeah. Well, he consults Howard. Howard Katz goes to him for all the information. But I think we really you, important is that you know we're going to see a lot of AFC teams in the scheduling because mm-hmm. they have the quarterbacks. Yeah, which is kind of opposite of what it typically is because the big markets are in the NFC outside of the New York Jets. But- Rob, we'll see, just, we'll see your client, Justin Fields, too, because everywhere I turn, people are telling me he's the second-best quarterback in the NFC. Big market, Chicago. Put him in primetime. Whole world will see what's real with the Justin Fields. Uh, the Detroit Lions, let's move on to the, the Motor City Kitties. The, we're going to try to restore the roar in Motown, the Lions last year going nine and eight. They're the current favorites to win the NFC North. Minus one seventy on the yes to make the playoffs, plus one forty on the no. Michael, are you buying this restoration process in Detroit? Somewhat, yeah. I think the thing that gets me to the point of saying yes, uh, I think they will be better, is the fact that the NFC North plays the AFC South. So they get the Broncos, they get the Falcons, they get the the Bucks, and they get the Saints. So that's you know maybe you know you go three and one in out out of the conference in the AFC that helps you. Then they're playing the NFC North. With all due respect to your client Justin Fields, is there a great quarterback in that group? Right? I mean, Kirk Cousins gets great numbers. Uh, you know, Fields is a good runner. You know, we don't know what Jordan Love is going to become. We haven't really seen enough of him. So, to me, the scheduling really favors the Lions here. I think I might be the person that's out on the Detroit Lions. I, I think the hype train has gone way too far with this team. I get that there somebody has to be the favorite to win that division, so might as well just put them in there as a placeholder. Well, who are you going to give it to? You're going to give it to Minnesota? You can't get luckier than Minnesota was last year. No. You can't duplicate that luck. So, who are you giving it to? Chicago? Don't tell me that. Maybe Don't tell me that. No. Maybe it's the Green Bay Packers. What's what's well, love got I mean, to do with it? They Michael? at least they at least have a better defense than Chicago. I mean, I don't think people realize how bad Chicago was offensively, defensively. Like they're not talented defensively. They play hard, all that stuff, but their scheme is very real, real simplistic. They're not overly talented in their defensive front. You can run the football on them. You know, you're going to have to stop the quarterback, their quarterback, from running. But can he throw the ball in a drop-back pass game? I mean, they were behind on an average of 8.5 points per game last year. I mean, and they only threw it 22 times per game. To me, that tells you they don't even want to throw the ball when they're behind. So I think the one team, when you say Detroit is overvalued, I think Chicago, by the odds in the NFC North, are way – I don't see how Green Bay – is value below Chicago. I don't know where the love for Chicago's coming from. Did anybody watch their games last year? Well, I mean, the love is coming from my guy, Justin Fields, but my point on the Detroit Lions. 28 fumbles, 28 fumbles, right? 91 mm-hmm. sacks in two years. Yeah. Like, that's not a remedy to win football games, Femi. He's won four games in two years. Yeah, but we're, we're projecting forward, though, you know? 
I mean, as your buddy Tony Soprano says, remember when is the lowest form of conversation, you know? <laughs> well, but this isn't remember when. This is documented history. This is remembering when is having a little bit of amnesia in your remembering. This is this is documented. Those 91 sacks don't go away. The four 19-1 record's not going to go away. Like, at some point, their defense has to show up. Where is their defense? Like, where are they going to be? I think it's fascinating. I really do. I, I think they're overvalued right now. And, you know, if he could come in and make a few plays running around, great. But at some point, you got to throw the ball in the NFL. No, I, I think the team at Green Bay is a team that's a little undervalued in that division. And I honestly, I think the Detroit Lions, and last year, second half of the season, I was riding that bandwagon. I was trying to get my guy Dan Campbell to win Coach of the Year because I had a monster ticket on him to win that award. But I think we're just going a little bit too far. And it almost is reminiscent to – the hype for the Cleveland Browns heading into 2021. Because we all remember 2020. They made the playoffs. They finally won that playoff game. Everybody's, oh, they're going to take that next step. Cleveland's a contender. And they go eight and nine. Like I, I think yeah. that this no. is where this is headed with Detroit. I think you got to be really careful with teams that have to go from good to great, mm -hmm. right? I think you have to be really careful here. Uh, I think it applies to the football giants. I mean, everybody thinks they're going to take the next step. I yeah. mean, nine wins was an incredible – I mean – Look, they beat Washington twice, and Washington, to me, has the better team. Yeah. Well, they beat Washington they beat once. Because they, they, they tied, tied them. They that's tied, right. Yeah, they tied that one game uh, over there in the Meadowlands. They probably should have won both of the games if you actually go back and, and, and watch them there. Uh, we'll talk about some more teams coming up a little bit later, but coming up next, our buddy Mike Samage, Vison contributor and also horse racing handicapper over at RacingDudes.com to help us break down the Kentucky Derby here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever 
you get your podcast. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. He's Michael Lombardi out in New Jersey. I'm Femi Abebefe hanging out here in Las Vegas on Kentucky Derby Day. And our next guest who's going to join us now has already handed out some winners. Yesterday, gave out smoking tea in the Kentucky Oaks race number three advance there. And uh, I was able to cash that winner alongside with him, tailing him. So we're hoping to cash some winners later on today. He is the one and only Mike Somich, VEASAN contributor also of RacingDudes.com. On a very, very busy day, Mike, happy Kentucky Derby Day to you. Obviously, this morning we wake up, we find out that Forte, the morning line favorite, has been scratched. It's almost like, do you just need to reset the deck from a handicapping this race perspective here with so many horses now interchangeable, at least here for this race? It's definitely been an interesting three days here. We had 23 horses in the race. Uh, 20 of them would have broken from the gate on Wednesday. We're down to 18 today. Five horses have defected from it. We lost Forte today. He was your morning line favorite. We lost Practical Move on Wednesday. He was your fourth choice on the morning line. So it definitely adjusts how you're handicapping the race. Fortunately today, Forte... Either you liked him or you didn't, but doesn't really change how the race is going to be run. He was going to sit mid-pack, come from off it, and make one big run on the far turn. So not too much adjustments you need to make from a handicapping perspective in that sense. Yeah, you're going to obviously shuffle the deck a little bit, move certain horses up because Forte is out here. Uh, really just a bummer, though. I mean, this horse was six for seven in his career. He was your two-year-old champion. I was excited to see him run today. I, I thought he had a legit shot. I wasn't going to bet him to win, but it would have been nice to see him at least run here in the Kentucky Derby. You know, that the, maybe the James Harden of this race being inconsistent it, it is what verifying. I mean, there is moments where you look at his numbers and you watch his races and you say, wow, this horse could really be something special. And then he's really inconsistent, you know. So where are you as as verifying gets ready to run a race that, you know, we know he has the ability to win, but is he going to be consistent enough? He's breaking from the two posts, which is a great draw for verifying. You generally don't want to be the on, on the inside, but if you are going to be on the inside, you need to have some pace to be able to get out there and get ahead of the wave of horses that's going to try and crush over toward that rail. Going by the stands for the first time, verifying has that speed. My biggest issue with verifying is actually whether or not he's able to get the distance. Uh, last time at Keeneland, he went a mile and an eighth. You're going to go a mile and a quarter today, so an extra eighth of a mile. And down the stretch, it just didn't look like he had all that much interest in continuing to run. We saw Tappet Trice, uh, well, being goofy, able to get by him. So for me, verifying is one of those horses that if I'm going to play, I'd put underneath in the trifecta or the superfecta. I think that mile and a quarter is going to be a problem for him today. We're speaking with Mike Somich, VEASAN contributor also of RacingDudes.com, talking all things Kentucky Derby here on the Lombardi line. Mike, is there a horse that you're looking to fade today? For me, it's uh, it's Tappet Trice, who's going to be your your favorite now, uh, sitting on oh. the board right now. I, I believe it's around four to one. I haven't seen the updated morning lines yet, but Tappet Trice is just disinterested in breaking out of the gate. 
And the larger the field, the bigger of a problem that becomes. Additionally, if you're watching Churchill this week, it's very, very, very difficult to come from the back of the pack and be able to win the race. Tapatrice has raced five times. He's never broken well. He's always started toward the rear. And he drew the five post, which is a really tough post for him because the one through four are all going to send out of the gate, which means he's essentially the inside horse now in a 14-horse field. He's going to get crushed over toward that rail. I think there's a legitimate shot that your favorite in the race is last the first time under the finish line. And that, that's just a terrible spot to be in in the Kentucky Derby. Mike, how about reincarnate? He started out at 50 to one. He's the uh, great grand, his great grandfather's holy bull. And there's now he's down to 13 to one. And he finished third place in the Arkansas Derby, you know, and he's never had anything worse than a third place finish in all his races. And the jockey, Valaquez, seems to understand how to run this race from ahead and win. Uh, What are your thoughts on this one? Reincarnate's an interesting underneath horse as well. I mean, this is another one that wants to be able to show speed. You mentioned Velasquez, great, great gate rider, really gets the horses out well. And Reincarnate will have no issue with the mile and a quarter. The question for Reincarnate is just, is he good enough? Last time we saw Reincarnate was in the Arkansas Derby. He got a very nice trip up front and got absolutely crushed by Angel of Empire, who's the 14 in this race, who's going to be your other uh, possibly co-favorite here going to post. I I think Reincarnate has the ability to run third or fourth. I liked it a lot more when we were staring at 15 to one than we're staring at 13 to one now. But I wouldn't be shocked if Reincarnate kind of is there in the the back of the front end of the field toward the end of the race. And if you're getting a big price, if you're playing Superfectas, he's one of those horses I'd slot in that fourth spot. So last year we had Rich Dreich, who came out of nowhere, 80 to one, second longest shot to ever win the Kentucky Derby. I'm sure people who don't really bet on the horses weekly just show up for the triple crown races are thinking, Hey, who's a long shot horse that might win today. Is there a, a, a long shot horse that you think has a chance at winning? And if not, who do you like to ultimately win the Derby? Well, we're not going to be getting 80 to one on anyone this year. We have the rich strike effect. We saw it last year in the Preakness and the Belmont, the longest shots on the board got consistently overbet in those two races because of rich strike, because the people who cashed on him at 86 to one wanted to try and cash another long shot. And the people who missed out got a little FOMO and started firing at the big numbers. Uh, I don't think you're going to see anyone over 50 to one in this race. I, I would be surprised if anyone's over 40 to one, to be honest with you mm. for my topic, I am going to go to a price though. I like the number eight horse mage uh, 15 to one on the morning line, probably gonna be adjusted down to somewhere in that 12 to one range, but I think may actually float up from that a little bit. Mage is really interesting. Look, he didn't run as a two-year-old, which is a definite knock against him. And he's had trouble breaking in his last two. But if you go back to the maiden breaking score, the horse broke out of the gate very well, was able to be forwardly placed there. The last race was the Florida Derby. Ended up running second to Forte. And in that race, Mage broke terribly, was four wide around the first turn, had to make a five wide move around the second turn, made the lead at the 16th pole, and was just run down by Forte, who was going to be your favorite in this race. With a better trip, Mage is a very, very dangerous win candidate, and you're getting 15 to 1 on him right now. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you about Mage. So if, if you like Mage, who else would you who else do you favor in this uh, in this race in terms of outside of the favorites? Well, we talked a little bit about Angel of Empire. I think Angel of Empire is a very, very logical horse to, to hit the board here, finish second or third. That's the 14 horse. Derme Sotagate is the horse coming in from Japan, won the UEA, UAE Derby, drew the 17 post. So I was trying to break three separate trends here. No Japanese horse has ever won. No horse running in the UAE Derby has ever won. And no horse out of the 17 post has ever won. Well, fortunately for him, he's not in the 17 post anymore because of the scratches. So now we only have to bust two of those three. 
I think he's got a legit shot here. He's 10 to 1 on the morning line. Probably going to get bet down a little bit off of that because of the scratches. But Dermis Otagake has tactical speed, which is very important in this race. And we've seen over the last two years, Japanese horses do very, very well when they are running internationally. I think that trend continues today. I think he runs well there at 10 to 1. If you want a couple bigger prices, I think the one horse hit show who got a terrible trip in the Wood Memorial up at Aqueduct last time has a shot at hitting the board at 30 to 1. I think the three horse, two fills, 12 to 1 on the morning line, very much live. And then the 22 horse who drew in here, I think has a big shot at hitting the board as well. That's Mandarin Hero, ran second in the Santa Anita Derby. This is another Japanese horse. And what I like about him is he's got a U.S. start. That we're, we, the, the U.S. circuit generally runs a little bit faster early. So I like the fact that he has faced some of that, more, that quicker early pace. And this is a distance that should hit him right between the eyes as well. He should really like that additional furlong he'll be going today. So for our exotic betters, is there a trifecta or superfecta that you would recommend out there? I'm, I'm going to be playing a superfecta, and I'll, I'll talk, say this slowly because I know it can be tough. I'm going to put Mage the 8 on top. Okay. I'm going to put the 6 Kings Barnes, the 14 uh, Angel of Empire, and the 17 Dermasotagate in second. Mm -hmm. I will put all three of those in third, and I will add the 3-horse the, the, yes, the 2-fills. In, uh, in the third spot as well. And then in the fourth spot, I will add the one and the 22. So the ticket would look like eight with 16, or I'm sorry, eight with six, 14, 17, with three, six, 14, 17, with one, three, six, 14, 17, 22. That's Love it. And make sure, you know, for our audience out there, Mike, that's tremendous. Make sure yeah. you subscribe to our newsletter because Bill AD will have this with all the picks from Mike, who has really been red hot. I mean, it, he's been doing an amazing job on these horses, and we appreciate it. M Mike, before you go, uh, the track conditions and how do you think this race will start and how it will pace itself? We got we lucked out this year. Right? We were we were hearing it was going to rain both Friday and Saturday for the Oaks and the Derby. It is 80, partly cloudy, fast and firm on the racetracks uh, today over at Churchill Downs. So wonderful conditions from a pace perspective. I think you're going to see the two verifying go. I think the 21 Cyclone Mischief will be involved in the early pace. I expect we're going to have a, a pretty decent pace. Anytime you have 18 horses, they go pretty quick early. So I think they'll go pretty quick early, but they'll slow it down in those middle fractions and it'll favor horses that are forwardly placed. My goodness. What a performance awesome there. Job. Mike, Mike Samich. You can follow him on Twitter at Samobomb18. Check him out at RacingDudes.com. Also, is a very big contributor here for us at Visa. Mike, good luck with all the bets. I wrote down the, 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 the superfecta, so we're going to go ahead and put this in after the show, buddy. Good luck with all the bets, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Well, let's Thanks, make it two Mike. for two for you, Femi. Thanks, hey, Michael. Let's do it. Thomas Gable, Racing Sportsbook Director at the Borgata, joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSEN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top VEASAN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. For VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi line. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi here on Kentucky Derby Day Saturday morning. Uh, it's been fun so far in the show. We had Mike Samich on of 
VEASAN and RacingDudes.com in the last segment here talking to Kentucky Derby and to continue the discussion and about the craziness and the uncertainty that's happening over at Churchill Downs. We bring in our buddy, Thomas Gable, Racing Sportsbook Director over at the Borgata. TG, hope all is well here on this morning. Forte scratched the morning line favorite was at three to one now is out of the race. How has that impacted the odds and uh, what you guys are seeing behind the window over there at the Borgata? Yeah. So, I mean, Forte, you started to hear the rumblings uh, of uh, possible scratch for him a, a Thursday evening. Um, and then yesterday, again, you continue to hear um, was not scratch, even though, uh, quite a few other scratches uh, yesterday. And then, obviously, this morning the news comes down um, that uh, Forte has scratched. And uh, Now, him scratching is not going to necessarily affect how this race is going to be run, but what it does do, it will certainly certainly affect uh, the parimutuel pool and the odds of uh, the other horses. And what it effectively does, when you take the favorite out of the pool, um, you're maybe some horses that people were looking at to get better prices on that they were, were counting on getting better prices on. Maybe those prices aren't going to be there now. So um, you're, you're going to see like angel of empire suddenly became uh, the favorite after Forte scratch went to nine to two. Now this may have changed uh, since I looked at the, this morning uh, tap trice was pretty much right behind um Angel of Empire there in the wind pool in terms of dollars bet. So you're going to either see Tapatrice go off the favorite or Angel of Empire, one of the two will be the favorite here. Uh, but a horse that, like, I was seeing a lot of uh, at least sharper horse players uh, kind of single out this week was two fills, the three horse. Um, you know, morning line odds of 12 to 1. You're probably not going to see 12 to 1 now with, with Forte out. So, um, it's it's going to affect all these other horses and the, the odds that you're going to end up getting on them because you're not going to see any horse that's really anywhere in the area of where Rich Strike was 80 to one last year. Uh, you're just not going to get that this year. Yeah. So TG, I know the Borgata. You know you have an incredible race book in there on the opposite side of the sports book, and it's always filled. And there's a lot of people that come in every day. What seems to be the two horses that you're getting played quite a bit? Is it Angel or is it uh, Mace? I mean, we just had Mike Samich on. He had he had Mace as one of the horses he really likes. Is there one obscure horse that's getting a lot of action? He, he likes uh, what the eight, eight horse Mage with yeah, Castellano. Mage. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yep. Um, Mage is certainly getting some love here, but I, I mean, mostly again, if you're obviously if you were betting yesterday, uh, a lot of people were betting the favorite Forte, but um, the, those tickets will obviously um, get refunded now. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I think again, people have been betting Tapatrice, uh and Angel of Empire as well, uh, and like I said, the the horse said. I've been seeing again where more, I'd say, sharper horse guys that I've seen uh, playing or, or talked to uh, have been singling out the uh, the three horse two fills. We're speaking with Thomas Gable, racing sportsbook director over at the Borgata. TG, is is that what you would go? Would you go with two fills, or is there a race or a horse that you fancy in this race coming up later this afternoon? Well, I did like Capitrice. Um, I, you know, he's in the in the five hole. Uh, which 
you know, the five hole has produced the most Kentucky Derby winners. Now the five hole may not be the best suited for him. He's a little goofy, uh, but um, I, I did, I was going to use Tapa Trice in uh, most of my exotics. Um, I, I was going to take a look at two fills there as well. Put something on the three to win and um, uh, angel of empire as well. But um, I, I was going to stay away from Forte uh, anyway, and uh, it just for I don't know if you guys have mentioned it, Irad Ortiz, uh, obviously one of the uh, best jockeys in the country, who was on Forte. He has now moved to Cyclone Mischief, um, mm. who is going to be coming out of the uh, the 16th post position, and uh, that it still will be running as uh, 21 though in the race, but uh, will be starting out of the 16th post. Right, and TG, that's really important. As these horses have moved off, the numbers stay the same. So just don't assume that when you had the 17 horse that, you know, and now he moves to 14, he becomes 14. He stays 17. Isn't that right? Yeah, the bet number, right. So the bet number, for instance, um, we'll just take – so the, the 9 and 10 effectively scratch. Skinner and Practical move, they, they scratch. So the 11, the 11 horse, Disarm, uh, will now move up to the ninth uh, post position there, number nine post position. Uh, so everybody kind of just moves up uh, there in the gate, but the, the bet number will remain the same. Yeah, a lot to take in there, but TG giving you guys some of the horses that he likes and some of the horses that some of these sharper horse players have been playing as well throughout this week, heading up into today's Kentucky Derby. All right, TG, let's end on a happy note here. How about the Philadelphia 76ers? Michael says that they're done. <laughs> Uh, do, do you agree with the Michael Sixers are cooked? <laughs> oh, the, the Sixers are definitely cooked um, for the series. I, I mean, listen, they were cooked coming into this series. Uh, I didn't, I didn't give them much of uh, of any chance to. And listen, Boston, uh, not to, it's not a knock on the Sixers. I think Boston is the best team remaining in the playoffs, East or Western Conference, doesn't matter. I think the Celtics are it now. The Celtics, you've seen, kind of have lost focus at times. Uh, in certain games there you saw during the Atlanta series. Um, and as long as uh, Boston continues to remain focused in this series, I, maybe Philly takes one more game, maybe. But, uh, you know, it would take um, either a dramatic injury on the Celtics or something of that nature for Philly to be able to come back here and, and win this series. I just don't see it. Um, you know, it's whether Embiid's healthy or not, even if you have a healthy Embiid, I think that they were still up against it with the Celtics. Uh, they're just uh, – the matchups there for Boston are going to favor them every time, uh, even during the regular season. Um, you know, you didn't – during uh, MVP Embiid's, uh, you know, best year here, you know, Philly struggled against Boston. Yeah, I think we should refer to him as MVP. I think we should change his name to just to MVP as opposed to call him Joel Embiid. I think that probably would be right. But, TG, you mentioned to me that in all these three games, you've needed 76er money. Did you get hit with late sixer money last night? No, no, we didn't. Um, And that's the thing, I mean, because obviously geographically where we sit, you know, we obviously take a lot of Philadelphia money. So – it was a little unusual that, you know, we needed Philly in the first three games of this series. Uh, 
you know, people were betting the Celtics here. Uh, now, they weren't big needs in any of those games. And obviously, the first game where Philly uh, won that game, that was a great result for us. But, um, you know, it, it's it, it's a little interesting, though, when you see the, the, the locals here not even betting Philly uh, in this series. No, you know is, what's funny about very... that, Femi? It's just so, I mean – when we, when Thomas and I would do the show during the season with Patrick, we always would have a joke that Philly Eagle fans don't even want the points when they were underdog. They don't want the points. They'll beat you <laughs> outright. Whereas this is a different fan of the 70. They see the flaws in the team, even though well, there's the media campaign that they have no flaws. So I, I think to me, that's very telling that the, the, that the fans, at least the professional betters, know the reality. Yeah, they're closer to the situation than they have correctly assessed it up to this point here. TG, we got about 45 seconds left. How about the Knicks and the Heat? This is later on this afternoon. Miami four-point favorites, total 209. Yeah, so again, um, this one, this is a series where, yeah, we, we will probably need the Heat and probably need them today. Again, we take a lot of New York money. So in the Knicks money, especially as a dog, even though they're on the road today, uh, people are taking uh, the four points here with the Knicks, and uh, we'll we'll see how that see how that goes. Um, it, it should be a good series. It should be a series that goes a decent amount. And that that also I think goes back to the Boston series. Boston can wrap this up quickly. They're going to be nice and rested uh, for their next opponent, who could be playing six or seven games in their series. Maybe we'll get a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals in the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. It's certainly looking like it as of right now. He is Thomas Gable. Check him out over at the Borgata Racing Sportsbook Director. TG, thanks, man. Well, uh, good luck with all the bets with the Derby, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Awesome stuff. We'll wrap up the show on the other side. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews 
with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Playing a trip to Vegas? Make sure you bring Michael Lombardi out here with you. You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points you can redeem and use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. Yeah, this is the Lombardi line. That was buddy. well done, Femi. That, that was well one? done. Now, you like that? yeah, I like All it. Right. Are you gonna? Do you? Are you gonna be able to? Uh, you should tweet out uh, your pl- uh, the Mike Samich play there for you too. I, you know, I, I responded to one of our listeners with Samich's plays. I believe Samich has tweeted out his superfecta. So uh, those right, numbers are re- out. There. I'll retweet that. I'll retweet that for Samich because I, I. I mean, as he was going through it, I was like, wait it's a, a minute, lot. hold on here. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a, like, do I carry the one or what's going on here? But yeah, once again, uh, we yeah, have Mike. I, mean, I got to get Do- I got to get Dominic on it. To, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one that uh, it, it's a mouthful to read. But Mike Samich, who we had on earlier, and thank you to all of our guests who we've had on the show throughout this program. Eddie Olszczyk, he had his thoughts on the Kentucky Derby. He's going to be on the broadcast for NBC starting at two thirty Eastern time, eleven thirty West Coast time. There, Eddie Olszczyk, the former NHL player, but an expert with the ponies. JVT, we had on at ten forty-five Eastern. Thank you to JVT, Mike Samich, Thomas Gable. But once again, Michael, though the Mike Samich superfecta, he's had the eight. Over the 6, 14, 17. So 6, 14, 17 in the second slot. And then in the third slot, 6, 14, 17, 3. And then in the fourth slot, 1, 22, 3, 6, 14, 17. So uh, go ahead and get that superfecta in if you missed the interview with Mike Samich. Once again, there's a little bit of time left until the race starts, so you can check it out in podcast form. But those of you hanging out with us here live, that is the superfecta from our buddy Mike Samich, who you can follow at Samobomb18 over on Twitter. Did you get that down there, Michael? You got the uh, super I, I, I got it, yeah. Sweet. I got it. I Actually, I, I think I think I'm going to go with two fills and reincarnate. I kind of mm. have done my research. I mean, look, if we're all thinking alike, ain't no one thinking. So, you know, I'm just reading it. That, that, I love the Derby because it reminds me of the draft, you know. And, you know, the, every draft is about, you know, how does the player fit for the scheme? You know, I mean, I, I go back to – when Joe Montana was rumored to be going to the Chicago bears and would he have been a good player for the bears? And he went seven picks later to the 49ers and became the great, one of the great quarterbacks of all time. And so it's a lot of it is fit, right? Mm-hmm. When you break down two fills, you know, I think the question mark is, can he run on this, on the dirt? You know, he's run on synthetic before he's got great times. Uh, and I think that's why TG and the people at the Borgata sports b- book, a racing book, if you ever come to Atlantic city, 
you know, the, the sports book's wonderful, but his racing book is huge, mm. huge, and it's always filled. I mean, it is always filled, and you could write a novel in that book. I mean, there's so many characters in there that you could create a novel in there. It, it's going to be interesting, too, for these Japanese horses. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine for the poor horse to fly all the way across from Japan to here? Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, yeah, I read the book uh, about how they do this. These flights are, you know, they got to make sure the horse is calm and got to have the hay in the barn and eat good hay and all that stuff. So, uh, that, that's that where we talk about players, you know, playing back to backs. I mean, none of these horses are taking are taking, uh, you know, load management days here, even after they're flying. <laughs> There's no load management, although there have been five horses that have been scratched. Now, we're not going to those are obviously health reasons and, and all that stuff. But uh, it's been it, it's been a, a battle of attrition just getting up to this Kentucky Derby race. Those five horses, that's the most since 1936 that have been scratched at a Kentucky Derby. We're hoping that there's no more scratches, and the 18 that we have in the field right now will be the ones when, the, when they say riders up later on this afternoon over there in Louisville at the Churchill Downs. And while we're at it, let's give out our pro tip here for the show, which you can see at vsan.com slash tips. And this is more so just a tip for those of you who are not really accustomed to betting on the horses. I fall into that category as well. But if you're betting into the paramutual odds for the Derby, the odds are always subject to change just because you're entering that money into a pool of money. And the odds, obviously, with now the horses that are being taken out and being scratched and other horses that are now moving up, it's all shifting around here. So just know that those odds are subject to change versus if you were to bet a fixed odds. So if you get into a sports betting app and you see fixed odds for the Kentucky Derby, those odds will be static and what you bet on will be what you get and what the payout will be if that horse does indeed win. But uh, those paramutual odds are subject to change later on this afternoon. So that's a good tip for people. There we go. Yeah, good tip. All right. You're just giving out tips. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do you like today? We haven't talked enough about this Knicks game tonight. We haven't, you know, no. I feel like I feel like this is, you know, Butler playing is going to make a huge difference, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the physicality of this series to me is fun to watch. I mean, they're they're pushing on people and they're going to let them play. And if that, maybe the Knicks, but I thought the other night. It took a Herculean effort without Butler on the court for the Knicks to win. And the way that Spolstra adjusts and coach, even though he's down two men, is somewhat amazing. I, I think the Heat are going to be too much. You know, I think that what I'm going to do here is wait and have Jimmy Butler the official announcement because I think we'll see a little bit of a movement, not a big one, but there'll be a little bit of a reaction in the market to Jimmy Butler officially being announced in the starting lineup. Maybe you can get four and a half or five with the Knicks. I think at that point, I'd step in and play the New York Knicks because I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. The total is indicating that right now. We're sitting at 209. This is going to be that rock fight physical kind of style of basketball game to where I think five points is pretty valuable in a game like that. So while I think Miami wins, I could see this being heat by three or something like that to yeah. where New York goes ahead and covers the spread there. So I think the Knicks, I don't, I think taking the point to them is going to what I'm, is going to be what I do at least uh, later on. Today. Yeah. I mean, the, what I like about the series is both teams are really mentally tough, you know? Mm-hmm. And so neither one's going to blink and, and they're both going to keep fighting. They're both well coached. And, you know, I just don't think Jules Randall is a hundred percent. I don't think he's got his rhythm. He's got his, his legs underneath of him. And I think that really affects the Knicks. I mean, I hope that they can go and play, a, a play down there. But, you know, one thing about Miami is they're just resilient. I mean, when I was in Miami at the beginning of the month of May to think that they would be in this spot after losing at home to Chicago, 
Chicago yeah. in the play-in is somewhat remarkable. And then losing two more players, Hero and Oladipo. I mean, that's just shocking to me. But their, their mental toughness and B- Butler's ability to really be the difference in games. I mean, to me, you know, I know he didn't play a lot of games, but that's what an MVP looks like right there, win games. 100%. That heat culture is uh, it comes from the top down with Pat Riley, Alonzo Mourning, and all those guys and what they instill in that team. It, it sounds cliche, and people kind of laugh at it and make fun of the whole heat culture slang, but it's real, and you see it in the way that they play there. Do you have a read on this Warriors-Lakers game? I do not. I, I don't know no, what's going to happen. I, I think it's going to be – I think this is an in-game play. I, I really yeah. do. I think because of the adjustments Kerr made – and what he did, it's going to be interesting to see what Ham does as he adjusts to it out. And, look, we know this about the Warriors. They, they have not been a great team on the road. We know that. But there, there's a sense that they got some confidence the other night playing at home. The Lakers have rest. They needed Anthony Davis. The Lakers have played really good defense since what? The, since the, the, the trade, trade deadline, deadline or maybe mm-hmm. mid, mid-January. So, I, I mean, look, I think it goes back and forth. But I just feel like the Warriors found their rhythm in the game, too. Yeah, Clay Thompson certainly did. Shooting eight three-pointers at 30 points a game high in game number two. Uh, I'm not going to be with you tomorrow. I believe Stormy will be back in the saddle. So you and Stormy will be reunited. But for tomorrow, I do like Denver. We talked about it with JVT. Uh, the Nuggets money line. That's going to be a bet that I make. I, I think Denver gets this yeah. thing done in five games. Like Phoenix, Yeah, and I, I, I bet him last night because of the rest advantage. They had that time off. Now it's every other day. I like Denver. Okay, so good. You like Denver. I like that. So you're not getting out of here without a pick for tomorrow <laughs> since you're going to be on, you know, I want to hear what you're going to play with your 76ers well, and your man MVP. Well, after Mage wins the Kentucky Derby, uh, I will go ahead and put, uh, no, I'm not going to bet the Sixers. Uh, you and JVT, you guys ganged up on me earlier uh, in, the, in the first no, hour. No, it's just facts. You know, it's... it's just facts. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you're just, you know, you don't understand the relationship between Boston and but, Philly. You know, the Andrew Tony, the Boston Strangler, those games, Bird, the Dr. J. I mean, those, mm-hmm. even though they wear different uniforms, unfortunately, the Celtics do as well. Yeah. Th- th- there was a great rivalry, and I think that rivalry transcends, and I think what we misinterpreted, I didn't, but I think you did in the sense that Tatum didn't like watching him get the MVP. I think Tatum mm-hmm. thinks he's the MVP. Yeah, well, he'd be wrong, but he's one of the best teams. He's on one of the best teams in the East. He helped his team get the number two seed. I'm not sure he is wrong. Should have been I, I don't know why he didn't get more votes. Should have been Jokic, but they didn't want to give it to him three straight years. Uh, but my guy TG, he, he brought up the point that I brought up. Boston's focus can be hit or miss from time to time. So I don't know if it's going to be runaway Celtics. Maybe it'll be a hard-fought game Sunday afternoon. But uh, well, I, we'll I, be I, thinking I about you. We'll, yeah. be th- we'll, we'll miss you tomorrow. There's no doubt. Maybe I'll text you my play. <laughs> the Handle All with right. Dave Ross and Matt Brown's coming up next year on VCNB Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.